Random question to start off the podcast. I feel like we should have some sort of big produced introduction to the podcast. Like, dun, 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 this is the morning after podcast. And I'll tell you why. I was listening to, to Dale's podcast, morning after podcast here. Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews from Q104. Our sister station, KFKF, uh, their, their morning guy, Dale Carter, has a podcast that we enjoy listening to. Uh, and he's got this big produced intro. It's like, live from the yeah. heart of America. I have one for my own podcast. I have a produced intro. And I think that's a thing. But I always worry that we're going to set him up with this big intro and then Sup. under-deliver. <laughs> <laughs> so so your logic behind not having an intro is keep the standards low yeah. so that even though our, our subpar podcast, it's okay because their standards were already low, so it may sound better than it actually is. I think so. I think you set that bar very low, and then anything above that is a win. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Kleenex brand tissues because that's what we're going to need today. Actually, it's not, but if you guys want to give us some money, that's cool. Because um, you've been crying like a bitch. What? <laughs> wow. wow. I'm kidding. I'm messing with you. No, hey, we t- talked about it on the radio a little bit on the morning show. Uh, I wanted to dive in a little bit more to it. Uh, you know, I think this happens to all men. Men, as you get older, do you notice changes? Not that change. Not that kind of change. Not that change. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting more emotional. Um, it was just the other day, we, for the first time ever, um, got rid of our Keurig coffee maker, our first ever one. We had to get a new one because the old one crapped out. The thing about the first Keurig we had, though, is that we got it together right after Katie moved to Kansas City. So, backstory, when I got hired here at Q104, you know, I had to move pretty quickly, but Katie, we couldn't get Katie here until she found employment here. Sure. It took nine months. So we were engaged the whole time, and we were apart for nine months of our engagement. And when we finally got here, one of the first things we did, we just went and we got a Keurig because we needed one. And so that one's been with us since we started our adventure in Kansas City together. And literally a couple days ago, it just, it brewed its last brew. It was done. It was... It died. It was not brewing coffee, and that's its job. So we had to throw it away, and when we got a new one, and the new one's very nice, by the way. It brews a bigger cup of coffee. It brews it faster, and you don't have to, when you first turn it on, there's no waiting for it to preheat. It's yes, just ready to make ready you to a hot go. cup. It's, it's very awesome. But as I'm carrying the old Keurig <laughs> out to the trash can, I gotta tell you, I got a little emotional over a very inanimate object. Listen, I'm not even making fun of you because yeah, well, I've yeah, been you there. Are. Well, no, I laugh with you because I've been there. When we moved out of our old house, it was the house where we, you know, we built it. And when we, our first night in that house was our wedding night. And then we had our kids in that house. We had a dog who passed in that house. I mean, it was just, it was our first home. It meant a lot to me. And when we moved, I actually have a picture that I took and I made it black and white just for extra emotional effect <laughs> of like the empty living room. Okay. I could still get emotional if I think long enough about that house. Okay, but that's a house. I mean, that, that's it's a coffee pot. It's a coffee maker. <laughs> you, you're talking about a house where memories were made. Yeah. This is a Keurig coffee maker. But hear me. You've had, I would imagine, several cups of coffee with your bride, you know, in the kitchen, sitting there just having chats about life, right? I mean, usually the chats are about farts, not life, but, you know, same <laughs> Come thing. Come on. I know better. I know. I, look, I mean, I'm sure, like, on the day-to-day, you know, you guys are busy. You know, she's brewing her coffee. You're brewing yours, whatever. But I'm sure it's symbolic. It's symbolic. It's symbolic. And there's just this 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 piece of equipment, up until it crapped out, was a flawless piece of machinery. It just did its job every day. Yeah. And the first day it doesn't work, it, I, I get it. I get that it's an inanimate object, but as soon as it works, what do I do? I just unplug it. 
I take it apart. I took it out to the big trash can in the garage. I just threw it away. Threw it the, away. Tr the trash truck's coming today. I I can't be there when the trash truck dumps the trash into the truck. I totally get it. I, I've been this way about other things. I get it. And I know a lot of it has attachment, like clothing that my kids wore, and then they outgrew it, and I have to give it away to somebody else or whatever. You know, but there's sentimental attachment to some things. Because I'm guessing if... um. Oh, I don't know. Your toothbrush holder broke and you had to go to Target and get a new one. You wouldn't really think much of that, right? Right. But the coffee pot is a little more symbolic. And I'm thinking of another example. I remember when I moved out of an apartment in Columbia, um, it was just time. I was moving in with Katie that time at Columbia and there I had a 32-inch flat screen TV that, that had seen better days. It was just done. Mm -hmm. But it was my... I remember... So we, we literally, we couldn't even sell it. We just, we literally took it to the dumpster and threw it in the right. dumpster. But that was the first flat screen, the, the, the first like HD TV I ever bought. It, hear me out. Mm -hmm. It was, I was living in Lebanon, Missouri, right? It was about 50 miles outside of Springfield. I drove the 50 miles to the Best Buy in Springfield to buy that $1,000 for a 32-inch flat screen in like 2006. And I remember throwing that away going, man, I spent $1,000 on this thing. And I just... Just tossed it because it because it was time to go, obviously. But it's just that Dude, was my big purchase. That was my one of my first big purchases. I had I literally just moved out of my mom's house and I got my first raise mm -hmm. at that company to where I could I could afford to save up some money, drive down, just pay cash on a big screen TV, not big screen, but a flat screen TV. I get it. I get weird about cars. We lease, we buy some, and we lease some, and yeah. so the one is a lease, and I know next year it'll go away, whatever. But I get every time we do that, I get. I'm like emotionally attached to the car. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, cars are a big one for me too. Yeah, just the memories I guess that you make always, and the trips you take in it. And I always feel bad. I feel when I trade in a car, like I feel like the car is like looking at me like, but but I did everything you asked. Just think about that coffee pot out by the curb today. I did but, everything you. But <laughs> I'm sorry I broke. I'm sorry I broke. <laughs> sorry I couldn't brew any more I'm, coffee for you. And my poor Nissan. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I did. Yeah, I'm, I've still got a lot of good miles left in me. Yeah, but this car is shinier and newer. But my Honda Prelude. But I'm reliable. I know you had to put oil in me every time you went three miles. <laughs> <laughs> but by God, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about cars. Cars oh. are another one. I always get emotional when I get rid of an old. Uh, I loved when car. you put black electrical tape on the black leather seat that ripped. Every day. Because oh, that was you. I oh, thought you were saying me. I did that. I'm like, no, you did that. Oh, that was me. Yeah, I, I, but, but that makes sense again. Cars. But I, I think I'm telling you, the coffee pot just had sentimental attachment. That's all. It was symbolic. But you know what? You'll move forward. You guys got the new coffee pot. You'll be. Hey, by the way, the you'll new be good to go. The new coffee pot is fire. The thing looks so good. Yeah. It matches the fridge. Oh, standby. Fridge update. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Let me back up, Paul. This is this is a refrigerator that your wife insisted that you all get when you moved into the home. It was a much more expensive refrigerator than a person really needs. But it has a serving tray. But it was really cool. And I and I really backed her up on it. It has like cool lights and everything. I mean, very cool. So anyway, so very expensive. Very expensive. Very nice refrigerator. And one year later, guess what happened? It broke. It broke. Mm. Now, the good news is Mrs. Keller, smart person, she made sure to get the warranty. Good. It was still under warranty. Good. So then they send this one company out, right? They, we call the warranty, we call Best Buy the Geek Squad. Yeah. They're Best Buy, they are cool, you know, we'll send somebody out. Mm. So they, they, and what they do is they'll hire some third party 
uh, electric refrigerator sure. guy, whatever. They come out and they look, they see what's wrong, they order parts. Well, the first guy they said, first company they sent out, turns out is not qualified to service that brand of refrigerator. We have a KitchenAid, mm-hmm. and they're not qualified to service KitchenAids. So we had to start the whole process over. This is already mm-hmm. after about three weeks of not having a refrigerator. Yeah, that's a lot of time to not have a fridge. Now, so, so like we're going to send a, another, sorry, we got to send a different person out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to evaluate it. And they evaluate it, and guess what they find? Same thing. But they had to start the process over. And COVID, nobody's working. There's a shortage in a lot of things. It's going to be about a 10-week wait, they say. So do you literally just have coolers in the kitchen? So we have a mini fridge that I brought up from the basement. Oh, okay, good. And what's wild is the freezer still works, mm. which is fantastic news. But you can only fit like two small items, maybe a popsicle in there, right? No, no, no. The freezer. We have a big oh, freezer. Oh, the freezer and the refrigerator. I'm sorry. I thought you meant there was a freezer. You know, some mini fridges have oh, a little tiny freezer. No, we don't have that. Like no, no. The freezer thing. portion of the I big fridge still works. I the, the bottom. We have one of those bottom drawer yeah, freezers. Yeah. Um, so that that still works, but the refrigeration part does not. They say it's going to be 10 weeks. So Katie, what she does when <laughs> it's about once a week, she'll call. Any update on the parts? We've been without a fridge. She finally gets a hold of somebody at this stupid warranty company who's decent enough who is decent enough to say, I'm sorry, ma'am, you've been without a fridge for how long? And we tell them, and she's like, that's ridiculous. I am so sorry you had to deal with that. Bottom line is, by Friday, we should have a brand new refrigerator in the house. Oh, they're fantastic. Fin- they're finally taking <gasps> responsibility, and we yes. are getting a brand new fridge. See, that makes me happy that she was able to get somebody on the phone that was actually a human being that understands human things, like the fact that you need a refrigerator. I we, mean, you, We bought a warranty, and this thing has been working for two months. Yeah, come Give on. us a new freaking fridge yes, already. Yes, because I hate when you call about something, or I'll even give you an example, and I'll really call out Best Buy, because Best Buy, I think you need to do better. <laughs> So I took, remember the other day, like I opened some weird website in my laptop that I use every single day at work. All of a sudden, I, it was like I got a virus because all these weird notifications kept flashing across my screen and yep. I couldn't get it to go away. So I left the show. I went right to Best Buy because I know they have the Geek Squad and I went up to the counter. She didn't ask me anything about specifically what was going on. I just said, I think my computer may have a virus. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But you would think like in the, in the world that I want to live in. Someone says, okay, well, let me take a look. Let's open it up. Let's open it up. Show me the problem. Absolutely. Right. And then we'll figure out what we need to do to fix it. At that point, try to sell me your package, you know, for $300 a year. You can get, you know, (laughs) you can, shut up. You said package and you lost everything. You lost total track. You just said, let me sell you my package. package. (laughs) I know, but that's what she tried to do for $300. I think it was, you know, I could come in anytime I had issues and for all this, that and maintenance and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, lady, I'm never coming in here again. The only time I'm coming in here is if I have some kind of random virus, which has never happened to me before. Right. Whatever. So I left because she didn't, they didn't look at the computer. She just immediately just handed me the pamphlet on buying the package for $300. And I'm like, but you don't even know. That is terrible customer service. It was terrible. And I'm like, is that how it goes? I, I don't know. I like a mom and pop shop. Like, let me go in where the, the guy opens it up. You know what's, who's great? Have you ever been to You Break, I Fix? I've, I've never heard of You, you Break, I Fix. It's called You, the letter U, You Break, right. I Fix, which I thought, what a terrible name for a company. It's actually a great name because that's exactly what they do. Tells you you break it, I fix it. Fair enough, right. It's if easy. You, if you crack your iPhone, um, which I have done several times, you go in there and hand it to them and they're like, no problem. And they fix it up, give you a new screen, whatever. I mean, nice. it's just... It's like very easy. I've heard that like Apple builds products where it's not easy to replace or fix things like that because they would prefer they make more money if you just buy a new phone as opposed to repairing (laughs) 
the the phone you already have, yep. which is like, man, I it's get a scam. Well, <laughs> I get making business moves, and 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 I'm I'm pro anybody who want you know, hey, I'm, I love me some capitalism. If you've got a great idea and it's the best idea in the world, you want to make as much money as you can off it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But man, be decent to people too. If I got a, I don't want to buy a new iPhone because the screen has a crack on it. Like, stop it. I know. Stop with that. It's ridiculous. There is a point where it goes too far. I hear that. You know what? Uh, uh, speaking of getting emotional, there's something else that got me all emotional. God, do you but need I a know, box of tissues? Well, no, but here's the thing. You got emotional at this too. I finally, you really plowed through that Luke Bryan documentary on IMDb oh, yeah. TV. I did finally get through it with, with Katie. And my goodness. I I that was that was an emotional series. They did a great job producing that. Yes. Uh, you learn about all the the death that he's experienced. So imagine cuz you thank God have not lost anyone close to you in your life. Now imagine watching that a person like me and many others who have lost I've lost a lot of people. So death is like unfortunately a topic I'm all too familiar with. I could relate to so much of what he said and I'll tell you one thing I really love about Luke Bryan is that he is very transparent. Um, I had heard, so this whole documentary, they filmed it over a nine year period. And what's interesting is like, there are people, his brother-in-law is in it, talks a lot in it. And then you find out later in the documentary, he, he passes away. He has since passed. Yes. But he said that initially when the idea came up of doing the documentary and then, you know, as, as it was going and then talking candidly about grief and, you know, what he's been through, he kind of wasn't really into the idea at first. I think he was maybe afraid to tap into all of that because it is a very difficult subject. But ultimately, he said he's really glad that he did. And I'm really glad he did because I think he will. He made me feel just like, okay, I'm not the only one. And and I think there's in all aspects of life, that's a good thing when you don't think you're alone in something. I Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful that I haven't had to deal with the death of somebody terribly Mm -hmm. close to me yet. I do have this. I have this gut feeling that one day I'm going to lose somebody close. Well, I mean, you will. And but then it's going to be like two or three people very close to me, like within one year. Like, I just, I don't know why I, I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. I'm just, I have that. I'm like, I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. I hope not either. Cause but it's I, not great. I feel it. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to death about it. Um, without spoiling too much of it, uh, cause it's worth the watch. The Luke Bryan documentary. Uh, there's a part where he, he mentions a meet and greet that he's doing where he meets a seven year old boy who asks him an incredible question. That'll just have you. <laughs> Like it is. I mean, you'll ugly cry there. I don't care who you are. You're gonna ugly tell you cry. What? My husband and I both kind of ugly cried during it. it yeah. It's very touching. You remember the part I'm talking about? I know exactly this, what you're talking about. Oh, forget it. Yeah. And then when he won his first Entertainer of the Year, and and you 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 cried for a different reason because of how happy you were for him. Well, the thing about that was interesting. Just on the career note, is that you know we see the artist and we see that you know Luke Bryan represents so much, so many people in his team. I love his manager, and you'll learn all about how she came. Oh, Carrie. I mean, like, you know, so because, you know, when you're watching an award show and, you know, Luke, I'm sure in his speech said, oh, I'd like to thank my manager, Carrie. You're like in my mind, you know, that just seems like a piece of business. You don't even you're not you don't have any attachment to that. But when you get to know who she is and the chance she took on him and just the whole thing and you see the behind the the scenes of after he won the award, he goes backstage and just the emotion and how everybody came together as, as a team. It really is a team. You know, sometimes artists refer to that like, well, we put out this song and we did this. And sometimes I'm like, who's we? Like, it's you. It's not just one person. It, there is a team behind all these artists. Every single art, your favorite artist has a lot of people behind them, supporting them and helping them reach that level of fame. Totally. So it's, um, it is worth the watch if you're, 
even if Luke Bryan maybe isn't one of your absolute favorite artists, I think you'll have a whole different feeling toward him after you see it. Because you'll really, uh, you'll, I have appreciation for, wow, like, good for you, dude. Look how far you've come and what mm-hmm. you've been able to achieve after mm-hmm. going through so much. So, yeah, it's really good. I, dork note, you know how I am big on geography and things like that. So, there was a point in that documentary where they were showing his first ever stadium show. And it was in Pittsburgh. You remember mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and there, it was in the, at the Steelers Stadium at Heinz Field there in Pittsburgh. And they were doing a lot of drone shots, a lot of aerial coverage. So I had the chance to visit Pittsburgh a couple years ago. And so there was a point where they're doing this drone shot that looked all over uh, the Three Rivers area in downtown. And I hit pause. And Katie's like, why are you pausing? And I pointed up. I walked up to the screen real quick. And I was like, you see that building right there? Yeah. That was the hotel I stayed at when oh I was in Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you. I hope it meant something to you. Oh, and God bless Katie, who's just like, cool, that's neat. Cool, though, you know, she does not give a rip. I, you know what? It's, it's, it's such a random city. And I think we've talked about this in previous episodes. Like, you think about well, where would you like to go on a vacation? You go, oh, the Caribbean yeah. or uh, Europe or somewhere crazy. I just just explore, just go somewhere new mm-hmm. is, is what I would always suggest. Go somewhere you've never been before for the best time. I had one of the best weekends of my life going to ball games in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's a little too crunchy granola for me. I didn't I didn't connect with that city. I've been there a few times. I don't Yeah, because you didn't live terribly far from Yeah, it's a sports town. Yeah. It's, it's a big sports it's, town. So it's I just got an old feeling and I don't know. It didn't I didn't You're kind of old feeling. With it. Well, I know that, but <laughs> yeah, I, I it just didn't do it for me. But I know what you're saying to it doesn't always have to be a vacation somewhere grand. Just a, a check out a different city. Uh, yeah, I'm here for it. Uh, I've been like ran like like uh, Cincinnati wasn't that great. Milwaukee, great time in Milwaukee. Never been. It just and, and like there, Wisconsin, they're big on the cheese. Mm-hmm. Like literally, eat the cheese in Wisconsin, even if you're not a cheese person. It's delightful. If you like, if you don't care about cheese, you have cheese in Milwaukee, and you'll go, my God, this is good cheese. I have to be careful with cheese. Sharp left. Sharp I, cheddar. I got diagnosed with uh, diagnosed. That sounds terrible. Yeah. High doing. cholesterol. What is happening? What and is? mind you, it was the day after you and I went to this burger joint and I ate this enormous bacon cheeseburger and french fries that I can't stop thinking about ever since I ate it. And I am very, so now I'm back on my health kick because I have high cholesterol. And he's like, you don't need medication, you know, yet. But he's like, you got to get it under control with diet and exercise and whatever. So I've been on a total under control. Health how, kick. how high is it? Is it a little high or is it like? Um, like whatever the range is. Let's whatever. say the high end is 200 and I'm like 210 or something. Yeah, it ain't nothing. Go have another oh, cheeseburger. No, mm, no, it's nothing. No, hey, doctor. That me. Hey, doctor. Hey, shut up. All right, you don't to know be, what you're talking about. To be about. totally honest with you, it was exactly the kick in the pants. I've been looking for a kick in the pants to get going because I, you know, I, when our friendship started, I was on a real health kick, and then, boy, I'm all or nothing. I, that's uh, that's on me, Jenny. I uh, I, I, I did kind of peer you, pressure you to eat like crap, and I'm not sorry about it. No, but it's like I was really on a bad kick, and I, I needed something to kick me in the butt, so it did. And so now I feel better. So when's the next ever. time you're finally going to come down and have another one of those burgers? Is it going to be like a month, no, so or is it going to be like two years? What I know is that I have to get away from this all or nothing mentality, because I have to realize if, if I'm good and healthy and do the right thing most of the time, absolutely on a Friday or Saturday, if I want to just splurge and have a couple of drinks and a big, fat, juicy cheeseburger, like, yeah. let's go for it. I just have to realize that I can do that, that it is a balance. I'm learning about balance because I truly am all or nothing. And that is such a terrible way to be. Yeah, it really is. it's not is. the right way. No, it's dumb. Well, cool. So be healthy this week. Yes. And then on Saturday, 
Now, it'll be in the middle of the weekend, right? You're good to go. I'm just saying I'm doing a live broadcast at Wahlburgers in Olathe. So, uh-huh. come on out. Let's have a burger? Some, uh, Wahlburger. Meet Mark Wahlberg's going to be there. He's not going to be there. I know, but I really want him to be there. That'd be cool. Can I share a random story that I found on the internet that I really wanted to share on the radio? But I'm going to be quite frank. This story is just too raunchy to share on the radio. I can't wait. Tell me everything. It's, it's, it's just dumb. This is random. This has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But I saw it Ooh. on the internet, and I just howled at the story. And some, I feel like if you're our people, you'll laugh. If you're new to the podcast, new to our morning show on Q104, and you haven't quite figured us out yet, you might be a little offended. Here we go. This is a story that the subject was, hey, strip club DJs, what's your story? And this guy says, I'm not a DJ, but here's a DJ strip club story. We were 17 years old. We go to this one strip club that didn't card at the door. One night we were sitting there and a group of cops walked in. And we immediately thought, this is a raid. We're going to get arrested. Nope. The cops were followed by two EMTs. And they all went straight to the, uh, the back room. The champagne you know, room? The, 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 the private area. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Back there. Five minutes later, they come out with a man on a stretcher who definitely looked dead. Mm. Head cocked to the side, oxygen mask on, clearly just had a heart attack or something. Everyone in the club is completely silent. The music is off. No dancers are on stage as we watch this man get wheeled out who is probably just died in one of the worst ways possible. So we're sitting there looking at our feet. The EMTs wheel the guy out. He's gone, right? The, the, the cops and the, and the ambulance people, they have completely left. There's this awkward silence. The DJ comes onto the microphone and says, That's right. The lap dances are that good. Uh-huh. And fires up the music again. No. <laughs> How totally inappropriate. Isn't that terrible? Oh, my God, it's awful. But at the same time, you're like, Let's keep this party going, I, uh, okay? He technically doing But I, when I tell you that my jaw dropped, and I'm like, oh! Because like I know it's terrible, but also I laughed a little. Because well, I admire the creativity. Also, this guy's got a job to do. I'm the DJ. There's a party. There's people here. We can't all focus on the death that just occurred. The lap dances are that good. But I imagine he's going to Genuine Pony after that, you know? Ride it, my pony. Anyway. Oh my gosh, that's wild. That's a hey, random story. No way we could share that on the Q104 no. airwaves, but that is absolutely a podcast I story. I saw a story that I wanted to share on the air, but we never got to it. But, th- you know, I, I do. I have a slight obsession with Bob Ross. And we actually, this was one of your Can't Match Mike questions the other day. We talked about Bob Ross, the joy of painting. Do you, yeah. Everyone knows who he is. The guy with the big afro and he, he's been painting pictures. And, he's only, yeah. and, and, and and we've kind of rediscovered him because you and I are fans of ASMR. They, they, and now some people think they're weird. Hey, look, I think ASMR videos are weird. And I think it's weird that they relax me. But they do. I keep it real. Well, he puts me to sleep. I watch Bob Ross a lot. Very to relaxing. Go to sleep. It's so relaxing. Yeah. And he's incredible. Well, I think he's passed now, but incredibly talented. Okay, so are you ready for this? Yeah. There is a Netflix movie coming out called Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Okay, hi, wait a minute. Whoa. Betrayal and Greed. It premieres next Wednesday. Netflix is being very secretive about its content, but apparently there is some kind of dirty secret behind the scenes that we don't know about, and I am here for it. Although, I don't want it to be something terrible, like, it was raping Are we going to cancel Oh, if we can't, we can't cancel Bob Ross. He's like, already dead. Can you cancel all, somebody who's dead? I don't. I think you can because we cancel everything. But I don't want to cancel him because I really enjoy. So in a way, like I'm dying to see this, and I want to know what is the scandalous secret. But at the same time, do I want to know? Was Bob Ross hanging out with Bill Cosby? 
right? Was he hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein in West Palm Beach? I don't know. I Is don't Bob know. Ross a piece of trash human being? Is Bob Ross a man whore? Like, Does he like little girls? I, I oh, that's no. If he we're done, Bob, you and I are done. If that's the case, I feel like if that was the case, we would have notified it by, by now. But you guys, I am like, seriously, I have to know what is going on. I wonder I wonder what secrets Bob Ross has. I hope we don't cancel him. I hope we don't either. So Netflix re- released a little 20-second clip that basically says, it, we want to show you the trailer for Bob Ross' happy accidents, betrayal, and greed, but we can't. Then an unidentified voice comes on and says, I've been wanting to get this story out for all these years. Oh, no. Stop it. He's a criminal. He's a multi-murderer. What if he was a serial killer? Yeah. Maybe maybe he's maybe he's killed people in multiple states. I have no idea, yeah. but I know maybe that he... maybe he's painting the ground red with people's blood. Mm. Maybe that's a special. It wasn't Ooh. red paint; it was blood. Oh. I don't he know. Mine's kind of blown right now. He I painted I... sunsets with blood. Yeah. Oh. God, they were beautiful, though. They were beautiful. I mean, really, some fantastic. <laughs> great artwork. shade of red there. If that's the case, <laughs> you should anyway. Well, anyway, if you're into that, next Wednesday. Here's I tell you what. No, I hope he doesn't get. You know who else? Who else? I hope doesn't get canceled because you know, God forbid, somebody just disagrees with you. We just saw this this morning. Uh, we haven't prepared for this. We're just going to dive into this conversation. Uh, Carrie Underwood. Oh, my gosh. So Carrie Underwood, I guess, on Instagram, liked a post from a guy who is a, a he, he's definitely a, a conservative talk guy. Matt Walsh is his name. And, and, he, I, and I think they tout him as a conservative, but they always use the word Christian with him. But that, So this is no surprise to me that Carrie would be liking someone's tweets that's conservative and Christian. Yeah. I, when I think of her, I think that's what she would be. I'm and judging, but I can, think that's what she would be. Do you remember, because you actually saw the post, you did a little mm-hmm. more homework than I did on this, but uh, the, the post was about uh, the the potential dangers of a vaccine. Am I correct? It wasn't about the vaccine. It was about masks. Apparently, it was about masks. It, was, it wasn't even about vaccines. It was about masks. Yeah, and I think it was about kids wearing masks. And just the whole point of it was that it's not great for kids. It's not you know good for them socially or physically or whatever. Um, and, and all she did was double tapped the photo. She liked the tweet. Gave it the heart. And that's all it takes. Because this guy, this guy, Matt Walsh, who is a conservative talk, he's right up there with like, uh, I mean, look, if you get sucked into the Facebook videos, the uh, the Ben Shapiro, I know, is a big one. And he, he's with that that squad, uh, mm-hmm. Charlie Kirk, uh, that that group of, of, of conservative talkers. Right. Uh, he He's right up there with that group of people. But here's so, my thing. Carrie can... Like that, like, it's like if I don't understand why you're going to cancel Carrie, potentially cancel Carrie Underwood because she agrees that if, if it's her opinion that she doesn't believe that children need to wear masks, that's her opinion. Like she, she's, she's entitled not, to that opinion. She's not harming anybody. She's not even saying that she wouldn't put a mask on her kid if it was a mandate or whatever. You know what I mean? She's not saying any of that. She's just agreeing with the fact that she or with the idea that it's not great for kids psychologically or whatever. I. I don't, I, this is why our world frustrates me so badly because I feel like what is wrong with having a different opinion? I understand though, well, actually, this is what's bizarre though, is that I would think that she would be very careful. I know I'm careful with the things. There's a lot of stuff I'd like to be like, yep, like that, like that, but I don't because I don't want to, you know what I mean? Right, you just don't want to go there. You're afraid somebody's going to see that you simply liked something that you happen to agree with and they'll go, well, well, all the Jenny Matthews disagrees yeah. with how I feel, so guess what? I'm going to hop on Twitter because I'm a keyboard warrior. I mean, if I ever meet her in person, I'm going to ask for an autograph and a T-shirt, but then I'm going to get on my keyboard and I'm going to cancel her. But here's the thing. Like, I don't even care that I have a different opinion than somebody else. It's not like I, in my own mind, I'm good with it. I, I, I know who I am. I know what right. I believe. You know, I'm good with it, but I just don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with that. 
shit. I don't even want to. Oh, not even a little bit. I don't have it in me. I'm too busy. I can't. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> I have it's too much anxiety. I don't know what happened when we all just like it. it didn't become okay to just say eh, I disagree. Mm-hmm. Like it's a like I understand why people vote for different. But I understand why somebody yeah. with a different life situation than me might vote differently than me. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm. Again, what happened to just being able to have your own opinion without getting canceled? If we cancel Carrie Underwood over this, I'm seriously going like, to freak out. One of the most genuinely nice, wonderful, kind, just mother of two. Yeah, who has a Christian woman yes. just does does her does her thing, believe, you know, doesn't do anything wrong. Oh, but she liked an Instagram yeah. post. Harry, get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's stupid. I really hope it doesn't turn into anything. She's not commented at all on it, and I, that's probably smart. If I'm her, I just stay away from it Oh, altogether. you just, you literally, you, you say, guys, I'm going to hop off social for a while. Uh, do you even do that? I don't think I would do that. I would just be like, I would ignore it. I would yeah. be like, I, and let the, I don't and, even need Anything to that does come this. up, you, the PR team, look, that's what you pay them to do. PR team, you just need to handle this. But what in the world PR? Like, she liked the tweet. She felt compelled to like it. She liked it. Let it be. I just, I get so frustrated. That's the one thing about this world that we live in that I just am starting to have no tolerance for at all. I know people, I've had recent conversations with people who have actually lost, I know a girl who just lost not one, not two, but three girlfriends. Like they used to be a group that always went out and did things. Three of the friends, they they believe one thing and, and my friend believes something different. And because she believes this something different and she had put something on Facebook expressing her opinions, which again, we are entitled to do whatever that opinion is. It's never a good idea though. These, well, it isn't, it isn't. If you, if that's what you want to do, I choose not to really go there. You know what yeah. I mean? But if, but if you want to do that, Hey, it's on you. But she lost three long-term friendships over it. And I thought, what in the world? Can you not just go have drinks and dinner and talk about other stuff? You know, yeah. do you have to? Yeah. Or, or you have a conversation, you know, I feel this way. You go, mm-hmm. okay. You know what? I, I, I see that. Um, I don't really strongly agree. I, I believe this is more important than that. And, I, and again, it's okay if you think something is more important than something else mm-hmm. and another person might have those priorities flipped. And that's why you disagree. You say, I disagree. Yeah. Like, well, that's because you're in this situation. I'm in this situation. Yeah, of course. Okay. No problem. What a time to oh, be alive. I've, li- I've listened to plenty of people tell me their side of things. And in my mind, I'm going, they're crazy. Wrong I don't idiot. agree with any of this. But I'm like, okay, like I'll hear you out. Sure. Let's talk about Afghanistan. <laughs> Kidding. Let's oh my not God, do- let's no, not. No, my no, heart no. breaks right now, oh, though. I mean, all, all, like, everything aside, like, I just, I feel, I just feel terribly right now for the people. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, let's I, not go there. We're not going to go there. No. Let's go here. I just found out that, uh, you know, Labor Day weekend's come. We're only a couple weeks away from Labor Day, the, the unofficial end of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out, and I'm very excited about this. Get along with the in-laws. Great. Uh, mother-in-law will be flying down from Chicago. To spend Labor Day weekend with us, spend a little time. That's so nice. Can't wait to see her. I'll probably be the one that goes pick her up from the airport because you know Katie works in the middle of the day, whereas we have these awesome hours. So I'll just drive up, pick her up, and bring her to the house. Here's what I'm terrified of. The one thing we know about my wife is she likes to tear the house up. She She likes to. She just looks around the house. I could wreck that wall. I could paint that wall. I could. Mm. I could blow up that bathroom. I could. I could be all that. Guess where she gets it from? Her mother. And they've already said. That they've got their eyes 
on the master bedroom. I knew you were going to say that, and I don't know why. They have got their eyes on the master bedroom. So she's gotten the living room pretty well done because the couch came in that you had ordered, and you got the walls painted. I feel like her office is sort of getting there. It's done. The office is done. We got the walls painted, everything put back together there. It looks fantastic, by the way. Well done to my wife. powder room on the main level there. She's taking care of that. The upstairs guest bathroom has been repainted, remodeled. Okay. And now her mom's coming to town, and apparently there's going to be some... You know, some some moving of some furniture. Uh, apparently, there, there might be some painted walls in there. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a. I will say one thing: we do need. We need a uh, a, fr- a bed frame, like a headrest. Yeah, a headboard. A headboard. Thank you. Uh huh. Is what I'm looking for. Right now, we have this very basic frame, and we we need a we need a proper yeah, headboard yeah. for this. We're gonna get, like a so, tufted one, like one of the ones that you know you actually. I think you like put it on the wall. I, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, the, the, ask Katie. Don't ask me. You act like I have a choice in this yeah, matter. You don't really have like, to say. I'm actually thinking about just giving them the whole weekend. I'm just going to go see my mom in St. Louis and just say, just just have it all cleaned up by the time I get back. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely thinking about Although I would like to see Julie because I love hanging out with Julie. Yeah, can you imagine if they were there all by themselves and they had all this time and space just to do whatever they wanted to do? I, I know, but I, I would, I would just, like, awesome. before I left, I would just take a before picture of the master bedroom yeah. and then come back three days later, take a picture of it, and be like, let's see what changed. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know, but I have a feeling before I, I guarantee you another room will be painted, maybe a hallway, maybe a corridor of mm. some sort. Uh, there might be some new furniture in the master bedroom. The TV might be mounted on the wall for all I know, which uh, none of these things I have a problem with. It's just it's crazy to watch. And there are just some people who are just like this, that yeah. they just like when I think when I because it was my idea. I was like, I was like, why don't you invite your mom down for Labor Day? Well, she hasn't been to the house in a while. We've gone up there a couple of times. Invite her down to spend some time at our house, you know, to see all the improvements you've made right, sure. and i'm thinking a nice relaxing you know i'll grill for them a mm-hmm. bunch of times and 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 we'll we'll sit back we'll catch up maybe hey, maybe we get stuck in some netflix then they're just like nope they, they just want to get there julie will probably want me to take her to home depot on the way from the airport to the house i love it i wish i had that confidence i mean the fact that they have no qualms at all about just busting a wall down or whatever because you put up something isn't on that your, terrifying you put something on your instagram story i think the last time she was in town and they were both laying on their stomachs in the kitchen i think yeah they were under the dishwasher yeah like i don't even know what they were doing but i love the confidence that they have and that the desire they have i mean for god's sake your wife wanted a nail gun for her birthday and I mean, she got one bless her and i by, and, don't have that and by the way yeah. i told her i'm not comfortable with this because i don't think you'll ever use it she's like yes i will Hasn't been used yet. We're about, we're about. Oh, shoot. But when the day comes, it's, it's one of those things. Kind of like the snowblower. You don't always need it, but when you do, it's nice to have it. That's actually next on my wish list is the is the the leaf blower, the, right. the grass trimmings blower. We don't have one. So like when I'm done, because, you know, I like, you know, my, my, my stuff looks good yeah. outside, right? So when we get done, when I get done cutting the grass, there's usually some spit out under the driveway. So I'll take a broom out there and I'll just sweep, sweep, sweep. Well, and I'm like, has got the blower. He loves it. And I'm it. like, but you know what? I get it now. Like I, I need the blower. Yeah, it's it's really. A I, need. I do need the blower. Yeah, it's, to it's make time. it look as you know pristine as you want it to be. You know, yeah. I've got I got the I'm in a, I'm in a perfect world to have an edger too, and I'm not quite mm. there yet with the edger. Yeah, that's that's where you you know right where, where your grass oh, meets the the driveway. Mm. Nice straight. What I do now is I just take the uh, I take the string trimmer, the weed whacker, and if you flip it upside down so that instead of it spin it, it, it spins like a 
You can just you can just take it upside down and you can just run it right along the edge of your driveway and it works the same. It's just mm-hmm. a lot more effort. But it does the trick. It does the trick. I told my husband last night, literally, I said, if you die or if anything terrible happens and, or if you divorce me, I have to move. Because the fact is, Mike, I don't know how to do anything around that house except for laundry, like the basics. I would need to move into an apartment. I don't even know. We just got a pool. I have no idea how to turn the pool lights on, like nothing. Like I don't know how to clean the pool. You don't know how to turn the to... lights on? Nothing. You I don't know, know how to do anything. The on-off switch? Honestly, if the power goes out, like I don't know where the breaker is. <laughs> you don't know where the fuse boxes in your own house? No. I don't know how to do anything. I'm oh, telling you. I would have to live in like a, a completely provide maintenance provided yeah. place. My my wife, uh, she has kind of, like, I've kind of trial by fire, but I have learned some things like I had to, I installed our ring doorbell and yeah. that involved turning off the power to the house. Because I, well, I tried to find just the fuse that would turn off the power to that area of the house, but I couldn't find Like I tried every one, nothing works. So I just right. turned off power to the whole house. And I did. I pulled the old doorbell off. I untwisted untwisted some wires and then I put it back in there. I took the uh, power screwdriver and, and See, I rewrapped is, some wires. My husband does stuff like that. Like he puts up, we have security cameras and stuff. He was out there t- tinking around with that and you know, he'll turn the power off and I'm like, I'm sure he's going to get electrocuted at some nah. point. But that's what I love about him. Kind of like Katie, like he's not afraid to go for it. He'll watch a YouTube tutorial. He's good. He knows what he's doing. I don't, I don't know. have that and, and here's the, You know what? Katie didn't watch YouTube tutorials. It, go, it does come from her parents. Like back in the day in the house she grew up in, they were always tearing that house up. There was a legendary story. I guess one time her dad came home from some sort of business trip. They both travel like a ton for work. And her dad, the, the way I remember this story, and, and if Katie's going to listen to this, and if I'm telling it wrong, dear, I'm sorry. But to my knowledge, what it was is that her dad had gone away for just a couple of days, like a two or three day trip. And when he came back, there was a wall missing in the house oh because God. Julie took a sledgehammer to it. I cannot it. even. And I and I don't know if Katie helped with that or not, but that but that's just they're like yeah because they'd been wanting to do it for a while. Yeah. And they just looked. They just woke up one morning, had their cup of coffee, and just said, "We're gonna take out that wall today." Bang! Boom. Bang! Bang! Yeah, good on you. It's just not my thing. I I wouldn't know how to even do that if I wanted to. I'm very grateful. To have that, mm-hmm. it's funny, and I and I laugh about how opposite we are, and how like our your traditional gender roles are reversed. Because you know what I can't get her to do? Vacuum the floor when there's clumps of dog hair on it. Like you don't see that, and that doesn't gross you out. She's like, oh, I'll never really look she at look it. Past it. See, that's funny because my husband with the yard, I don't even. I don't really even look at it because he'll plant new things or whatever. And he's like, you didn't even say anything. I'm like, if I'm being completely honest with you, I didn't notice. I just know it all looks really nice, but I don't know. He took this out and put this in and whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think I don't pay attention to detail on anything. You know how like someone will say, uh, let's say someone robs a store. Okay. Well, describe the suspect. What were they wearing? A hoodie. I, I don't even know if I could tell you that. Like, I don't really analyze people or things. I feel like maybe I need to do better at that. Well, and like detectives or up and coming detectives are, are trained to do that. Like mm-hmm. you al- always, always keep an eye on all of your surroundings all the time. There are I people can't... who are just built like that. Yeah. And I do that as far as like, I'm always afraid someone's going to jump behind me or like go be underneath my car. As I'm walking to my car, I always look underneath my car because I'm kind of psycho like that. But I don't, as far as... What did they have on? How tall were they? Did they any distinguishing marks? Any oh tattoos or scars? Nothing. I got nothing. I really hope I'm never the witness to a crime like that because I would be a terrible witness. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, have another cry now probably about something. Yeah, get you some tissues maybe and have we'll, at maybe, it. Maybe, okay. Again, just the line, get you some tissues and have at it. Get probably you some tissues. Not the most appropriate line to say. People are going to insinuate something else there. You went there. I didn't. I didn't even think that. At all. Get you some tissues and go 
Take what did you say? Move oh. on. Goodbye. Oh, good I'm Lord. out. Bye. <laughs>